Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. Uh, I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Electric Chair from the Batman Motion Picture Soundtrack to give the uh, album its full official title. Uh, this is the second track uh, on that album. It was recorded in 1988 at Paisley Park, as were most of Prince's albums once he had Paisley Park to record in. It was released on the 21st of June 1989, close to the release date of um, of the film. On the track you have mostly Prince. There's some backing vocals from Prince, but also uh, I think there's a, a couple of um, like people who've been in the studio with him at that particular time, like uh, Levi. But it's mostly Prince. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, uh, kind of like synths, uh, keyboards kind of stuff. Uh, there's a, a very kind of distinct uh, drum beat that goes on through the track. Uh, and there's, you know, there's a nice little kind of guitar lick that plays throughout. The track is four minutes and eight. Uh, and it was released as a single in the UK and Germany uh, where it was remixed. Um, and the remix uh, was released on uh, seven inch and CD and Kassingle. And I owned the Kassingle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the A side was a remix of the future, which of course uh, is the first track off Batman. And this was the the B side, which came in at four minutes thirteen. So I don't know what they did, but they they added five seconds to the song. Um, that was actually released on May the eighteenth, nineteen ninety. So they were really milking this album to the very <laughs> last possible moment. Graffiti Bridge came out uh, like just after Prince's birthday in 1990. You know, they were really, really trying to get one last single out of um, <laughs> of this album. Uh, joining me today is returning guest Martin Sand. Hello, Martin. Hi. Let's talk about this song. I think it's interesting because, uh, you know, the Batman soundtrack itself um, was a reluctant project from Prince. Um, you know, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of like a rock track, I would say. It's kind of you know a straight up rock track. Yeah. The lyrics the lyrics are kind of interesting <laughs> because the, just the the way that Prince says, you know, um, if a man is considered guilty for what goes in in his mind, then give me the electric chair for all my future crimes. And I think that's interesting because that kind of speaks to what's going on in Prince's head. He's like, <laughs> whatever he's thinking about is so bad that you should just electrocute him to the point of death right now before he gets a chance to carry any of them out. Which is something entirely unexpected out of Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think as well it's worth noting that, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the songs that are on the Batman motion picture soundtrack are actually done in character. Um, so this is yeah. actually meant to be in the character of the Joker. Um, so you know, there's a couple of songs where Prince oh, sings yeah, yeah, yeah. as as Vicky Vale. There's a couple where he sings as Batman. Uh, the the opening track, the future, being one where he sings as Batman. Um, you know, and there and there are a couple of songs where he sings as the Joker. And this is this is the one. So Prince is not right. saying that he's thinking about terrible things. Right. He's he's th- it's he's been saying, so long since I've seen that movie, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even if it's Prince as Prince, um, like, uh, <laughs> knowing Prince, who would think that that guy probably thinks about doing it a lot? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny as well, because, um, you know, I, I like the way that he kind of introduces this, where he says, you know, um, I saw your friend first. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I wasn't interested in you. You know, I saw your friend. I started dancing yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. Just and noticing that you were watching us, and that's when my attention got turned to you. Um, and so I, I think that's quite interesting. Like the, the kind of narrative of this. I mean, there's not much narrative to this song because it's just, 
you know, a lot of him talking about... It's not much, but it's poignant. And it's a great way to uh, kick off the song. Like, right off the bat, we know um, (laughs) this guy is in scumbag mode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I also like that there's a weird kind of Prince Prince kind of phrase where he says, making us see a, a trippy picture shoe, which is such a weird kind of princey type lyric you know yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we didn't we didn't use the term f- boy in 1989 but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's definitely the type of character we have on our hands here and i like as well that he there's this weird thing where he talks about um you know you whispered something it it took my mind out like a g flat major with an e in the bass and of course as he says that that's the chord that's playing and it's just such a weird kind of like what is that meant to mean? <laughs> Which I wouldn't have known, but, um, you know, from context clues. Uh... And I, I just, I like as well, you know, like where he, like the character that he's playing is saying kind of very creepy stuff, like your face looks so good, I wanted to touch your mouth, that kind of stuff. And I don't know, it's, it's such a weird kind of uh, thing. It's also weird that there's a lyric where it says um, the crimes of passion. Which is almost is almost like the name of the family song, "The Screams of Passion." Mm. So you know, there's kind of a, a weird little kind of Prince thing going on there. It also kind of reminds me of the um, uh, Gang of Four song, "Damaged Goods," um, yeah. where in the refrain it goes, uh, or in the bridge it goes, uh, "The sins of the flesh are simply sins of lust." So I mean, you know, once again, it's a Prince song that's about sex. Um, there's no shortage of those, but there's a lot of talk about music. You know, where he says the music rocked us and our shocked us like you know there's a lot there's a lot of talk about music and then kind of equating that with you know passion and sex yeah personally i don't think it's a terribly substantial song i don't like i like the drums i think the drums are quite interesting you know and uh you know i think the kind of uh as you get towards the end of the song there's a kind of uh, i don't know how i describe it a kind of like synth riff that kind of gets higher and higher um and that's kind of interesting but uh, you know, it's you know, for an album that only has, um, yeah, <laughs> like eight songs in reality, and then Bat Dance, you know, you feel like the real estate needs to be a bit more, you know, special. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna include a song on this album, yeah, um, you know, it, it has to be really good. It has to be something that's gonna really sell Prince. You know, this is what this album was designed to do. It wasn't just there to sell the album. You know, the the film Batman. It was there to sell Prince back to the the public, you know, because he hadn't really had a a, a big success, um, you know, since Purple Rain, uh, which is weird to think that, you know, a five year kind of lull in Prince's career was remarkable at this point. Uh, But it was. And, you know, Warners were trying to sell Prince, you know, here and they were trying to put him, you know, back at the the front and centre. And... You know, this song, I mean, the future is an okay opener to the album and Mm. the arms of Orion is an okay ballad. And, you know, I like this as a kind of rocky kind of upbeat song, but it doesn't really feel that special. To get to that point, like about Prince's release schedule, um, you you, um, said earlier this was kind of a rush job for Prince. Yeah. um, Which, um, you know, um, it has to be said, this is... um, a rush job for Prince. Yeah. Like, um, famously, Prince's um, uh, uh, conflict with his uh, record company back then was, you're not putting my albums out fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> like he was he was hitting them with new material um while they were while they were still, um, you know, pressing, uh, pressing the discs. They were they were still putting the records in the sleeves and uh 
<laughs> why aren't you already putting out my next album? In fact, Prince was quite famous for... I wouldn't say forgetting the songs because he never forgot any songs because he was a brilliant musician. But once an album was out, he was moving on to the next album. Um, yeah. You know, once once Batman was once the album had finished being recorded, Prince was thinking about Graffiti Bridge straight away. He wasn't he wasn't thinking about, you know, the singles that were going to be released and, you know, the publicity. Um, and, you know, he didn't he didn't tour in 1989, you know, and he didn't tour these songs. Um, you know, he, he performed them a few times live. Um, you know, most notably, he performed uh, Electric Chair on the 15th anniversary special of Saturday Night Live, uh, which went out on the 24th of September 1989. You know, so uh, that's quite, you know, that's about as much publicity as Prince did for this album was just this one live performance uh, on um, on Saturday Night Live uh, with with Michael Bland, who w- was his drummer, f- you know, in the in the New Power Generation, you know, like uh, a couple of years later, uh, and Candy yeah. Candy Dolfer as well, making an appearance playing on saxophone, um, yeah. you know. Uh, so just kind of this is the in between period where the Revolution have basically been disbanded, right. and the New Power Generation hasn't kind of been formed yet, and so it's kind of Prince by himself and. Uh, you know, he really didn't want to, you know, he did. He just didn't want to promote songs or record songs, you know, for this. He just basically kind of just wanted to move on to the next album. Well, it's not like he would have had to do um, a lot of promotion. Like in 1989, anything um, that you put a Batman sticker on it would sell automatically. If oh, you yeah. put it on a Prince song, um, doubly so. Like, um, those those discs uh, flew off the shelves. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to do anything. Oh, no. I mean, uh, you know, by the time we got to, you know, like, um, you know, the, 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 the album was released in June. By the time it got to August, it was already certified platinum. You know, like, this was, this was a big comeback for Prince in terms of record sales. Um, you know, maybe not artistically. You know, I enjoy some of the songs on this Batman album. But, you know, to me, this is still only like a... I don't know, a three out of five, you know, it's not, it's not fantastic song, um, you know, but it kind of, it kind of does the job uh, of, of being this, of being the song between the future and the arms of Orion on an album. Like, I don't think it's on anyone's uh, list of um, super essential Prince albums, but I, uh, I quite enjoy this song and I quite enjoy the uh, sound that the uh, Batman album has throughout, especially um, this, uh, a uh, drum machine driven sort of darker sound yeah and um i also really enjoy the um um this is something um like apparently in vaunted prince vault there's a whole um almost parallel universe um batman album of uh unreleased uh songs that he recorded for um the uh batman soundtrack and later apparently decided they were um i don't know not right for the movie or to um to electronic too dark uh, 200 balloons was released as like a um, b-side you know and obviously rave unto the joy fantastic which is sampled uh, for 200 balloons that became like a a whole album uh so the, yeah, yeah there's, you know there's a those couple of tracks you know were later reused um but i think you're talking basically about dance with the devil this is this is one of those unreleased songs um that we're not going to make an episode about because obviously it's unreleased but it's um this is one of those prince tracks that i um uh 
from from the vault that I really like a lot. It's got all the elements that I really like about um, electric chair, yeah. um, musically and um, the Batman album uh, as a whole. It's got this um, sort of uh, very um, drum machine driven uh, sound. It's it's um, it is a lot darker than um, electric chair or the. Uh, uh, rest of the Batman soundtrack, but it's but it's really really good. It goes from uh, it goes from uh, brooding and uh, quiet to um, sort of um, Prince riffing on the uh, Dance with the Devil speech in his Prince falsetto, like yeah. Dance with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight, <laughs> and so on. That's uh, and it's and it's really really cool. I like that song a lot. It it, it plays mostly around. Um, uh, 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 dialogue samples from the movie, um, a drum machine, a few low piano notes, and um, you know Prince's uh, vocals. Yeah, it's cool. It's 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 on YouTube. You can uh, you can check it out. I rec I recommend it highly. What do you give Electric Chair though out of five? I would say it's a solid three out of five song. Yeah, it's um it's it's uh you know it's 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 a it's a very um fun song. It's uh it's danceable. It's um rocky um i i like the uh this 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 unapologetic uh scumbag character <laughs> that is sort of uh central uh yeah to the uh lyrics to uh the story and it also makes me wonder about this is this is one of those songs where i uh wonder if um uh uh if if this is not one of those songs where um uh, uh <clears throat> he's uh uh sort of um working through the conflict between his um uh between the uh sex crazed um part of his personality and the uh, christian part of his personality because it's um this this whole thing um it, it, if if i'm guilty for the things i do in my mind um and put me on the electric chair that's that's kind of um it feels very much like a kind of spooky electric black album type of, of song doesn't it like it it, it like it feels like a little bit of a hangover of that. I mean, it, you know, it was only a few months before that he was recording the Black Album, so um, yeah, you know, there is still yeah. some of that kind of like darkness, uh, obviously that he didn't want the public to see uh, with the Black Album because obviously he decided not to release that album in the end. But uh, yeah, it is interesting, kind of that Prince is kind of going for this really kind of like dark uh, version of himself, and then just saying, "Oh no, I'm playing the Joker." You know, kind of like almost putting it on a character, you know. So, <laughs> right, right, um, right. I ha there aren't actually kind of like that many uh, cover versions of this song out there. there if, interestingly, on YouTube, there are a few instructional videos on how to play the riff from this song, which I think is, you know, a highlight of the song is the guitar stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, but there is a there is a, an album um, called Blue Note Plays Prince, which is kind of like an elevator music version of some <laughs> Prince songs, and this is one of the. This is such an odd choice for that album, but. You got to admire the fact that someone was like, "Yeah, let's take, um, you know, electric chair, take the lyrics off, and just have it as like a a kind of like jazzy kind of elevator music." It's it's really odd. It's a it's kind of an odd version for them to. It's an odd song to pick, and it's kind of a weird. It's kind of what you would expect from someone on Blue Note doing a version of a Prince song. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's the only kind of notable cover that I found out there. Um, so, is there anything else you think that needs to be said about the electric chair? Mm, no, I don't think so. It it is what it is. Um, um, <laughs> so, is there anything that you wish to plug, Martin? Not really. I'm not uh, doing much on the social media. I am um, MVSGBG on Instagram. If you're interested, 
I am me underscore vs underscore Gutenberg on Twitter. I can't promise you that I'm an interesting follow, but uh, if you wish to follow me, you are welcome to. And if you want to find this podcast, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Prince Track by Track, and you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast. I'm quite happy that we managed to get that. I don't know why anyone else hasn't ever put the words Prince and Podcast together on a Twitter Twitter, um, handle and decided to take that, so... Um, and on email we are prince track by track at gmail.com should you wish to email me for any reason um, and otherwise uh, thanks for being my guest Martin thank you for having me and goodbye bye stop